The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Mm-hmm. Hi, brother. Hi. Oh, shoot. Give me some. Hang on. No, now. Hold on. Give it to me now. Chill out for a second. I got to share the show. Ben, I'm leaving. <laughs> I did the update on Facebook. Your knee everything. is on my side, so you better watch your ass. Your ass is on my show. Wow. I see how it is. Oh, I see how it is. You want to play dirty with me, dog? We'll play dirty. What's up, dog? What's happening? So you uh, welcome back. Thank you. How you feeling? I feel great. Mm-hmm. You know, still little stuff. You know, I still got the stitches in. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to walk without the crutches. Uh, been off the meds for a couple days. Mm-hmm. I think Saturday might have been the last time. And right, right. we're... Uh, we're good to go. Like I said, still got the stitches in, so I still got the bandage on. Today's the first day I left the freaking house since almost two weeks, okay. other than the day of, other than the day of surgery. Yeah. So I haven't got home, so this is wonderful. So do you have to do any machines to help you bend it, or is there anything? It's not, no, it's not just like, a, a, like an ACL. I have my ACL done. That the machine that bends your knee up and down. No. But a bing, but a boom. None of that. Nothing like that. I just gotta, you know, try to like if it's extended, I gotta flex the quad. You know, bend however much I can because they can't. They still can't send me to physical therapy. Got it. Because of the whole COVID thing, you're not allowed in. So I'm doing I'm doing exercises on my own because I can't go to the thing. Which hey, I don't mind because they 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 will you like twenty five yeah. fifty bucks a whack. Yeah, yeah, copays. So, oh yeah, up the wazoo. It's like yeah, if I can do it on my couch. Okay, I can remember all the exercises I did on the left one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to assume they're going to convert nicely to the right one. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys crushed it last week. Mm. You and C-Mac, C-Mac did such a great, great job. interview. Oh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Elvis has left the building. I'll say this. What really was daunting was the intro and the outro for me, because I have never done this before, except for in the bathroom that morning when I was brushing my teeth, in the mirror when I was putting the deodorant on, on the way up 6,500 times in the car. But there's one thing that I actually forgot to practice. That god dang outro. Outro. Yeah. And me and Craig were like, at the very end. Hey, I thought it worked well. It worked well. It was good, because the guest was awesome. Craig was the man. Tabor. Big Both Green Craig. Big Green Craig. Yeah. Big T. And Big Craig. Yeah. C-Mac. And then with Big Craig. And oh, actually, Ben, you've never met C-Mac, have you? No, that was the first time. Yeah. He's how- larger than life, huh? <laughs> He's the starting he center for the Washington he- Generals, right? He almost hit his yeah. head on the freaking uh, light rack. He's a monster. Huge. 6'10". Six, six, Did I you know. see the picture I, I put online after with me and him? I saw you do the picture. Dude, I makes, saw it in real life. makes me look like Danny DeVito when I'm standing next to him. It's no joke. Oh, it's crazy. crazy <laughs> it's hilarious. Right? And then when he's sitting there, I had to zoom out just to get his giant head, head in the frame. Yeah. He's giant. I think he, I think he slouched like the whole time. I'm pretty sure he was. He slouching. did. He had this like lean back going, and I still couldn't quite <sighs> fit him in. Fit him in. Man. Glad he didn't wear the white hat because if he did, no way no, I was, was getting him on. <laughs> 
So, um, so, but you still managed to cook with the uh, with the knee this past week. Oh yeah, I had the crutches out, hobbled out to the smoker, and they left me there all day. Mm-hmm. I sat there with the cell phone. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Who's this? You know damn well who this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I need more spritz. I need a knife. <laughs> Bring me the foil. I need this. I need that. And they just walked it all out there, yeah. and I just, I just sat there, sweating my nuggets off. Do your job. Smoke some meat. That's it. We, we did. So uh, what'd you do? I did some pork belly burnt ends, oh, okay. which came out incredible. Ooh. But Claudia was my wife was nice enough to go get it, so she calls me up. How many pounds? Get, get three pounds. Yeah. Right. Came out, looked at the thing, put it in the fridge. That's it. Have you ever gotten bone in pork belly? With the what? With the ribs? The ribs still on the on the back? Yep. I've seen it. I'm. 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 I'm uh, I'll be honest with you. It's. Uh, it's. It's frightening. It's a little daunting. I'm didn't not, realize. I'm, I'm not the best butcher ever, but I'm sure. I'm sure I could handle it if I. If I didn't was realize that till I was ready to yeah. season them. It's, it's a different. You just cut it off and did you, did you cook the ribs too? No, I was so pissed about it. I for, I put the ribs in the pile and I forgot them all, so they went bad. Do we have a picture of these so-called? I just I just sent one to uh sent one to Ben and ben. I, just, I just put it up there. They're you looking did? at it right looking now. Looking at it right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can't even see that. I don't think. Oh, they were fantastic. That's badass. All right. Well, that's really good. Then then I had a slight um, tried to make uh, beef tacos, and uh, let's just say had a slight abortion to say the least mm-hmm. on those ones. They put put it this way, it all it wound up thinly sliced. So I've been making super beef sandwiches like a son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a table slicer? No, very oh. sharp knife and a steady hand, baby. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I'd like to have your three-way super beef someday. Mm-hmm. We need to have another three-way super beef eating contest like we did that time I came in. And, uh, for What was that? For New, New Year's, Year's Eve? <gasps> Do we have another one, Ben? Would you want to hear hey, I'm that? just happy to say that there might be an eight-year anniversary next week. I'm just saying. Oh, it's a three-way super Two beef year eating anniversary. contest. I see it in my near future. So what would you cook? Who, me? Yes, let's get back because we got a very all right. All right, real quick, here. real quick. I did some pulled pork, all right, and they made some really great, uh, great leftovers. Actually, I did some pulled pork and a smoked queso dip with Mike Hamill, uh, moderator mm-hmm. from New England Pitmaster Page. Came over, made a YouTube video, and we are going to be. Um, oh, there it is. Oh, and there is the leftovers that I had for lunch today. Two pulled pork sliders. Boom. Thanks, Ben. It was delicious. I ate it right before I came. Still in my teeth, actually. Anyway, we need to get to our guest. Still on your breath. <laughs> ben, I mean, I haven't been that close to you, so the fact that you know that is weird, bro. Really freaking weird. It's the red onions. Let's get to our guest because <laughs> I feel bad we're keeping him waiting. We could keep talking forever. That's it. All right. So I'm very excited today. Good friend of mine. Good friend of yours now. You, everyone's introduced, so we're all good. We're all family here. 100%. Coming from us from Baltimore, Maryland... The um from Steel Drum Smokers Barbecue, yep. Scott Harris, aka better known as Dash. Yeah, what's right. up, brother? Hey, what's yo. up, Dash? How you guys doing? Hey, All yo, right. what's up with y'all? Man. Chilling, brother. Chilling. Yeah. Doing what we do. Yeah. You know, doing what we do. Well, I'm I'm glad. You know what's so funny? I know big big uh, big uh, big green egg Craig mm-hmm. from from uh, from Instagram. He oh, and I, I've known him uh, and talked to him and, you know, like when he was first getting his seasonings all together and when he was first doing the whole Big Green Egg thing, 
I mean, I, I've known him for like four or five years. Wow. At least. Good dude, at man. least. Knowledgeable. And I've Real never knowledgeable. met him in person either. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I heard you talking about that. He's a knowledgeable. Like, wow. He's a knowledgeable guy, man. But yeah. you are apparently. He is. Uh, what, you're quite this a gentleman right here. Quite a knowledgeable look, fella. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm understated. It's, it's, under, it's an understated. So hold on, John, Johnny. Also, you were talking about the, the pork belly, the bone in. Mm-hmm. So just cut it and cook it. The bones, they'll eat around the bones. They like rib tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty much exactly what it is. It's just the belly is like this, and then the ribs are right here, mm-hmm. and they just cut the whole thing. So they kind of included the rib tips with it. So it just, if you do it right, you can cut right through it. And your knife is sharp. You, you, you don't even have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I want I want to cutting them out and then forget about them it. up everything else. Yeah. Forget about forget it. About forget it. about it. Yeah, that's right. right. It's full gazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of excited about three pounds. I wound up only with a you know pound and a half, you know. So I went with the you know the pity party going on there. You know what I forgot to cook the rib section. You know you should have put that in your YouTube video. That would have been. I would have loved to see your pity party live on YouTube. It would probably have been been my video. <laughs> that Claudia's only going. No, you that would, would have been not. the YouTube video. You know, look, a little controversy and drama is uh, is always good. That's all. I'm <laughs> So Dash, what do you got? What do you got been going on, brother? I really haven't yeah. spoken to you, you know, other than occasional chat here and there on the lives. We uh, we yeah. haven't spoken since last June during the hot seat. Yeah, no, no, uh, it, it has been a minute, and uh, I've been chilling, man. I just, I kind of just do my thing, kind of. I try to roll in silence from time to time, and then I'll pop up and post something as far as my catering stuff, but. Nah, man, I just I just kind of get it done. Word of mouth takes care of it, and and every now and again I'll show some behind the scenes stuff, or I'll show a hey, this is how I got it done, or or cook for my family on YouTube. But I, I uh, you know, I, I just I've been moving in silence lately. Mm-hmm. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, let's start with um, you know, the YouTube and everything, and you know, the beginning of your barbecue journey. How'd you right. get rolling into that? The, prog- well, the progression, yeah. all that fun stuff. So I guess way back now, uh, <laughs> when I was younger. Four score uh, I, I, in about seven yeah, years well, ago. <laughs> it was, I, let me, I, I don't know if I can do that math. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, so I mean, when I was younger, you know, I like, I like playing with fire because I got to cook with it. Or actually, I like cooking because I got to play with fire. So, you know, like you seen a video of somebody putting like a thousand gallons of lighter fluid on. That was me getting char- charcoal lit so I could make some hot dogs and hamburgers, you know, when I was younger. Um, my aunt actually had a, a, a little Brinkman smoker and she used to you know, smoke one. And remember that Clarence Carter song, I Be Stroking? Yeah. So she used to always say, I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> So on Facebook so, you have you have the uh, head arsonist I think you have yeah yeah yep I am definitely <laughs> I, I don't I don't call myself a pit master a chef no nothing I am the head arsonist I love it and then when people people ask about it I say I'm an arsonist that cooks that's it and that's that's basically it but I love yeah it. so you know growing up I, I used to you know play with fire in the grill because that's how you play with fire mm-hmm. and then my aunt used to smoke smoke chicken a lot uh, so that and then fast forward to when I got got older you move out the first thing or one of the first things you do you get a grill so you start cooking on the grill and i just always became the default person to cook on the grill again i i just i just sucked it up and it was the one standing at the grill drinking hand you know tongs in the other 
And and that was how I got it done. And then uh, I, I, so my YouTube channel actually started completely different from barbecue. Uh, there's a lot of folks have gone back and actually checked. I used to do these animations on YouTube. So it was a it was like a little software that you could you could create an animation. So I used to sit at work when I had some downtime and it used to take me an hour or two hours to do a minute or two, two minutes of cartoon animation. And I did probably almost a hundred of those before I was like, all right, you know, screw this. I, I'm, I'm not doing this today. I, I just picked up the camera, turned it around on myself. And I said what I had to say on, on camera. And it was like, all right, you know, and that was before editing. So, so uh, you know, Greg, you were talking about all the videos I've edited and stuff. Oh, all yeah. of them aren't edited in the beginning, especially. Uh, oh, so, man. but then it, that just progressed and to the point where I got way more comfortable on camera and way more comfortable talking with people. And mm-hmm. then I finally got into editing. And then uh, I kind of, I, I, the, the thing that I did for a long time was a Don't You Hate It one series. And it was, it was basically, it was an open-ended question and you can answer it however you wanted to answer it. You know, don't you hate it when your wife goes or you send your wife to the store and she brings you back the wrong type of pork belly. And, this, and you would just talk on that, you would expand on that. And it, yep. it was so very relatable that I usually like I actually set up a Twitter bot that would go out and it would find people who would say, don't you hate it when? And it would find their tweets and then it would retweet them. And then I would use their tweets as an idea for videos. And I'll talk about it. So similar to how there's a there's a guy on YouTube. His name is uh, Wyatt Elliott. Uh, he does the FML series and he doesn't come up with all of these FML. You know, you familiar with FML? Mm-hmm. All right. F, F my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So a lot of people tweet and post Instagram pictures. F my life. I tell a little story about what happened. Yeah. And he recreates them with actors. Oh. So that was oh, similar that cool. to what? Yeah. So that was similar to what I was doing, but I was just kind of talking about it myself and mm-hmm. then would add some color commentary to it. And I did that for about two or three, you know, probably about a year and a half, two years. Mm. And then I, I, I stopped doing that. And then I had a friend who asked me some information about barbecue. And I was like, all right, you know what? Yeah, I, I kind of had a fledgling. I probably had a dozen or so videos about barbecue and cooking. And then he asked me to help him out with something. I said, you know what? As opposed to me trying to tell you over the phone or via text message, I said, I'm going to shoot a video and I'm going to put it online for you to see. And that's that's what got me back into putting barbecue videos on YouTube. I really did it to help out my buddy, and it just went from there. And other people saw it and were like, "Hey, that was very helpful." And and then it just the the progression was I was doing the YouTube videos separate from my Instagram, and my Instagram is where I was selling food out of the trunk of the car. To be completely honest with you, and it was a side hustle. And then I got laid off, and then it came my full time hustle. And then it was like, all right, well, I did that for a year and a half. Seriously, out of the trunk of the car, selling food all around Baltimore. And then people started asking me to to cook on site and cater events and different things like that. And I, look, I was trying to get money, so I didn't tell anybody no. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got at and, it, and that's and that's exactly how it progressed. And then I, I, we sent our kids to to private school. And you guys who have watched my videos are aware my my son I have an oldest son. Uh, he's taste tester number one. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, taste tester number one, number two, and number three. My middle son and my daughter. And folks, you know, get funny and they're like, "Why don't your kids have names?" And I'm like, you know, trying to keep their names off of the channel. Like in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, 
you know, kids and safety and stuff right, like right. that. So a lot of the older videos, I had their names on it, but I kind of got smart and hip to the game. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Nope, we're, we're not putting your names out there. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because you talk about editing. And when they are in the videos, one of the biggest things I have to edit out is when they talk to each other and use their names. Yeah. So, and my wife is the, the biggest, you know, offender of that. <laughs> oh, that's like, funny. So this is still so this is yeah. still your right now. So is catering your full time gig right no. now? No. Okay. No. So I went back to work. Um, I went back to work in uh, May of 2016, and I've been working full time. I I work in IT actually. Okay. So oh, I've been okay. back to work full time, but I still been doing the catering. Um. And I mean, between the catering and then the folks who know me via Instagram, I, people hit me up all the time and say, hey, can I get a rack of ribs or I need a couple pounds of brisket and I'm cooking. So I, I have some customers that call me I, like I have them on. The, they have me you on. Know, I feel like I'm on a retainer. And people just hit me up and like, what can I get this weekend? And I'm like, all right, cool. Or no, I'm going out of town or, hey, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. But I mean, all of the major holidays, I'm almost always cooking for Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. I won't say Mother's Day because a lot of times I try to take my wife out for Mother's Day. And then Father's Day, a lot of times I try to be like, look, I'm, I don't feel like cooking for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, Actually, I did cook on Father's but, Day come this year yeah, for, me too. for someone. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's uh, – so you obviously have that passion for it. I'm kind of in the same – I feel like I'm on retainer for a few uh, few small groups in the area right now that I'm cooking for here and there and trying to take this passion to the next level. I just got my, my serve safe. Actually, right. I think we talked and about we, the other we, week. We'll get there. Oh, I have I have some stuff. We, lined we, up. we need we need to start as you know. I also obviously Dash is a family man, clearly. Oh yeah, Definitely. but he is also a and I and I use air quotes the ladies' man mm-hmm. of barbecue. Oh, you seem to have a few I ladies know. in your oh. life, sir. That. Uh, we have a. <laughs> you like how I did that? I know, I did, I did, okay, okay. Hold on, you try. You, you, oh, let me get another beer. Hold I on, got, on. I, I got the flutter uh, going uh, there for a second. Yeah. Calling him out on <laughs> the right, show, so John. Now I will be even more impressed if you name them all. Ooh. Do you know the names of his? Do names? I know the names of your yeah. barbecue ladies? Well, first and foremost, there is Bessie. Ooh. Right. There is Vicky. Oh. Yep. There is Bernadette because Bernadette yeah. used to burn the shit out of everything at the beginning. Yes, oh, the first okay. couple times I used Bernadette, she burnt everything. <laughs> then we have Charlotte. Yep. Tracy. Yep. And Sammy. Come on. Sammy, all right. And then real? we have he, number he's one. Got, he's, he's got. I, I did a video recently where I talked about all of the smokers. So it's it, you know. We got number yeah. one drum. Yep. Number two drum. Yeah, and then the one I'm still not known if she's still in the harem or not. Priscilla was Priscilla. <laughs> not already. Uh, Priscilla's still in the garage. Uh, there's, but so there's more. You have like Go a, on. Wait, what? This is like oh, a, you got me on this one. Oh, these, hold all, up, hold are up. These are these all drum smokers? There, no. There are oh, other okay. smokers that I have in and around the house that don't necessarily have female names. This is like a brothel. Oh, of, oh this is like a brothel of barbecue. I know. No, stuff. it is not a brothel. Here's <laughs> <laughs> one of the questions I get asked all the time. Right? <laughs> Why do you name your smokers? Okay. And the reason is 
is because they are characters on my YouTube channel. Oh, true. Very true. Whenever I speak about Burt Bessie, you know what smoker I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I talk about Vicky, you know what smoker I'm talking about. I talk about Charlotte. Hey, I'm cooking this in Charlotte. You know, Sammy, you know, uh, Tracy, you know. Okay. Now there's also Johnny Five, right? Johnny Five is my five foot grill table. And I picked up a new, I, I, the, the latest smoker that I got. Uh, she's actually uh, Frida. That's that's one you missed because Frida. I don't have that in a video per se. All right. Write that so down. Frida is the like $1,200 or actually I, th I think it was 20, it was like $2,000 or $2,500 smoker slash grill that I got for free. Just because oh, I came in, I went and picked it up. There you go. Wow. Yo, good. And good. the guy was so funny. Actually, I just talked to him yesterday. The guy who owns the company, Low Country Smokers, I think it's Low Country Cookers, the Low Country Smokers. He saw the video. He reached out to me. So he he and I are going to be in talks. He, he's going to be like doing some updating of the website, updating some of the information uh, on that particular uh, for, for that particular uh, group of, of smokers. And yeah, man, freaking stainless steel smoker, like at least a $2,000 smoker I got for free just because I went across town and picked it up. Yeah. That's a score of scores right there. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Where do, where do you so, keep this, all these? Uh, so I have, I, I have a lot of space around my house. And then again, that doesn't, even that doesn't even include, there's still other smokers that, like I have a Weber Smoky Mountain. I have a couple like tabletop grills and like my old my 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 old faithful the, the big square grill. I mean I, I still have other grills around the house. There's, there's almost twenty grills and smokers around my house. Between my house and my garage, there's yeah I have a lot of equipment. Well, which one would you use for the uh, mostly for catering? Would you use a variety uh, of such, or so do you it have depends. like a catering rig? This is another one of those questions that I get all the time. Mm. It depends on the size of the catering mm. job. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. And the reason why it, I say it depends on the size of the catering job is because each of my grills slash smokers is a tool in the arsenal. And you have to use the right tool for the job. You can't just use a hammer when you have to put a screw into a, you know, whatever. You have to use a socket if, or, or a Phillips screwdriver if you have a Phillips head screw. You know, if you have a nail, then you might need a hammer. If you if you have a, you know, a lag bolt, you might need a, a socket and a, and, a, and, a, uh, and, a, and a ratchet. So each of the smokers is a different tool in the arsenal and I cook with them accordingly. So mm -hmm. if I have a, you know, a 200 person event, then I'm using probably Bessie and I might have to cook in shifts. But it like when I when I did that event recently and it was quoted for 450, 500 people, wow. I used Bernadette. And that's the big smoker I have. But I might use Bernadette two or three times out of the year. So I, I don't know. Did you guys see that video I did using the biggest smoker I had to cook the smallest thing I had possible? <laughs> that, no, that I cooked a funny. mini pig in a blanket. Pig in a blanket. <laughs> Come on. Did you really? It was a solo <laughs> pig in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. what is what is uh, and and what's even worse is I dropped it when I took it out the damn smoker. <laughs> <laughs> no BS. So what is what is the biggest smoker? What is uh, what's your name again? Not Bernadette. is it Bessie? Oh Bernadette. Bernadette. What is what is Bernadette? What is it? What so is, Bernadette is, is a homemade smoker. Okay. Um, reverse flow insulated reverse flow cabinet. Okay. So the, okay. the easiest way I could explain it to you, if you if you didn't know what that was, uh, Lone Star Grills. 
has a similar cabinet smoker. Uh, the only difference is the Lone Star Grill smoker is not uh, insulated and is not reverse flow. Got it. Got it. So, okay. And that second biggest one you you had was uh, the second biggest Bessie? one is going to be Bessie. Yeah. And what is Bessie, Bessie. now? Is she all? Is she a Bessie is a all well? all wood burning uh, reverse flow two hundred seventy five gallon oil or converted oil oil heat tank. Oh, like the oil fuel tank. Yeah, yeah, I got so, you. But yeah. that is the I won't say the oldest, but that is the the smoker that I've used the most. And and then she unfortunately she's showing her age. Okay. Because I've I've used that smoker a lot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's one of the things. That I don't know if I'm I'm just ahead of the curve because I used it so much, right. but uh, it's starting to rust not away, but there's a lot of rust spots and it's mm-hmm. starting to fall apart because of the sheer heat cycles and the thin metal in the oil oil uh, heat tanks. So, so that's one of the things that people don't necessarily realize when they want to buy and build a smoker out of an oil heat tank. They don't last forever. Right. Just right. like the same way you know those those inexpensive I won't say cheap but inexpensive charbroil grills the little you know, the ones that kind of let you burn through them. Right, I'm right. burning through a, I've burnt through a, a 275 gallon oil, oil drum or oil heat tank. Dang. So how many people, how many briskets do you fit in something like that? Uh, so in, in Bessie one, there's, it's funny. I actually did a video expanding the cooking capacity in Bessie. And what it is is when I bought it, it had two shelves. I put a shelf in between and I was able to put uh, ten briskets in there, okay. and it was it was a little tight, but I I did it. Now in Bernadette, I could easily I think this past January or February, I'm pretty sure I think it was either eight or ten briskets I did also in Bernadette. But the the difference between Bernadette and Be- Bessie is Bernadette there's four shelves and they're spaced out enough where there's not that much of a problem mm-hmm. but with bessie i'm only cooking with two primarily and i can get the third one that i made and, and put you know instant or information in or excuse me space to put in there for but it's still not enough room mm. so like i said when i have bigger cooks i use bernadette um but for the most part because i've cooked so much on bessie and i can run bessie in my sleep and usually i am half sleep when i'm running bessie <laughs> For most bigger events, I use Bessie. Like for for Thanksgiving, usually for Thanksgiving, I'm cooking two days straight, and I'll cook anything non-turkey on Wednesday into Thursday, okay. and I get it all prepped, wrapped up, and then I have a couple of refrigerators out in my garage, just put everything away, and then on uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I usually cook my turkeys, and I can cook uh, the most turkeys I've cooked at once is sixteen in Bessie. That's good size. Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not a game. It's, it's oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Hello, but uh, my friend over here just recently took his uh, oh, it, me? His, uh, serve safe class. Yep. So he's 95. He's going to 95, so he's only 5% dangerous. All right. <laughs> That's the, the odds are with Trust me. The odds are with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah. how about what goes into a catering event? Like, how do you know? You know, if you have 50 people uh, or 100 people, like how do you know how much brisket or how many racks of ribs that you need? Trial and error. Yes. Yes. I've I've cooked a lot of food for a lot of people for a pretty long amount of time. And the whole thing is 
what my basic rule of thumb is, if you have so this is the this is the calculation I do almost every almost every time somebody says, "Hey, I'm having an event," and they're going to say, "Hey, I'm having an event," and it's going to be small. I'm like, "What's small?" They're like, "Oh, it's going to be 50 people." I'm like, "Okay, right, not a problem." Mm-hmm. So what I normally recommend is half a pound of protein per person. Got it. Got it. Right. So. 50, 50 people, half a pound of proteins, 25 pounds, right? Okay. But then you got the people like Mags who look like he's hungry. He's he's stashing stuff in his pants. Wait, Mags looks like he's hungry? No. I always talking about. I don't look he knows what he's talking about. Wait, why he knows what he's talking about. Stereotype. I'm hungry right, too, so listen, dude. So listen, listen. When Mags is, is on the hot seat and he's been drinking, <laughs> and then he, <laughs> and sweating. He, needs to, he needs to feed his face, right? So the whole thing is then I do a 25% overage. So 25 pounds or 25% overage is like eight and some change pounds. Because you got to factor so normally, in shrinkage, all the shrinkage, right? No, not, not even the oh, shrinkage. Oh, we're not even at this shrinkage is, yet. We, we, we're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> we're not there yet. Not so at the this is just the amount of cooked protein you need. Okay. Okay. So usually I recommend 30 to 33 pounds for 50 people. And got then when, I, when they say, okay, I have 30 or 33 pounds, I say, all right, well, you do you want to split everything up evenly so we can do 10 pounds of pork, 10 pounds of chicken, 10 pounds of beef. Okay. And then we can say, okay, well, this is how much this costs, this is how much this costs, and we can adjust the scales or the slides accordingly mm-hmm. based and it's usually excuse me, based off of someone's budget. I mean, for real, for real, that, that's what's gonna determine whether you get the catering job or not, is if you can fall within their budget. And the whole thing is I'm not trying to say, oh, well. You need to work for free. No, you just need to give them more chicken because it costs less. Right, so, right. Just kind of balance it but, somewhere. Yep. And then, but then, as far as and, and you're talking about loss, brisket and pork from your cooked weight, from your from your uncooked weight to your cooked weight, you lose like fifty percent. Oh wow, fifty? I thought yeah. I, I thought it was more like 40 percent. Nah, you're talking nah. about fifty percent. Sh- Nope. Look at Alton likes Alton shrink. says shrinkage. Uh yeah, yeah. shrinkage for sure. <laughs> Alton, yeah. Brother Alton, the shrinkage. dog father. Alton didn't, didn't leave no shrinkage. There he is. Yeah, there yeah. he is. Didn't know shrinkage. shrinkage. You haven't experienced the cold of the northeast to know yeah, shrinkage cold yet. Out. See? Okay. I'm, I'm right That's all I'm saying. His, ben, ben has, so, ben has shrinkage right now. Chicken, Look at him. Shrinkage. Chicken is where you get only about uh, 25 to 30% loss. Okay. Shrinkage. Uh my protein don't shrink, sir. Ooh. Hey, well. That, that dog father. His protein doesn't shrink because he trims so much of it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nah, so, look, oh. No, is, he, Alton makes and other things out of, his, out of the, the way he trims it. He trims his – when I was in Texas, they trim their meats way more aggressively than I do. And to me – I'd rather, you know, if I'm paying for 15 pounds, I want to get as much of a yield from that 15 pounds as I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's me. That's, you know, that's the difference between him down in Texas and me up here. But that's something we agree to disagree on. Got it. Got it. Can't, you can't agree on everything. Nope. No. So uh, what, what other catering tip? Oh, shit. Catering? How the hell did that get that? What did there? you say? You said catering tip? Microphone. You said catering tip. You said yeah. catering tip. I said catering tip. T-I-T. <clears throat> what other catering tips do you have for the young lad over here? Um, Take trial, and error, <laughs> trial and error. Okay. You find somebody that, that, that is willing. To, you let them know, like, hey, uh, to be honest, I've never done this before. Let them know. Because if you mess up, then they can't, you know, let, let them work with you. 
uh, and, and let you kind of figure out how it's going to be done. Because honestly, you can't practice this without doing it. Right, right. And there's no way to do it without, well, there's no way to practice it without, in fact, doing it. So you kind of have to like find your groove, poke your foot in. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, just proceed with caution. And then, yeah. like, one of the things that I'm still, even after about four years or so, actually, officially five years of six years, she's of doing barbecue, but about four years, five years of doing catering, I still have not gotten sides nailed, like how many sides or how much sides I need, mm. because it's different almost everywhere I've been or everywhere I go. Now I kind of have a, like a base to, okay, I'll suggest this and I'll recommend that. But sometimes it works and there's, there's like none left and other times it doesn't. And there's a whole bunch extra, but you know, again, mm. it's just, you you kind of have to know your audience. I guess that's a, yeah. a better way to put it. Right, right, right. So, yeah, we've like, John and I have done some big, uh, did a, you know, pretty lo- couple cooks together. One for two hundred and fifty people with a bunch of other guys from the New England Pitmasters, and uh, we did a cook for about what do you say thirty, forty cops mm-hmm. at the police station in Wakefield, Mass, where I live, just a couple weeks ago. But cooking for People, charity, things, this and that is very different from selling it and taking people's money. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, it has to be a consistent product. It's got to be good. Correct. Can't cut corner. It's got to be spot on. Once you exactly, start selling, yeah. once you start charging people, man, you know, the competition's out there. It's it's fierce. I mean, it's around here, different you, it's different, but I'm sure where you are or, or in Texas, for example, or somewhere, you know, the, a, lot of, a lot of barbecue caterers. Almost every caterer is a barbecue caterer. You know, but uh, you got to be spot on. You got to have the right cooker. You got to do things right. You know, oh, for sure. So exactly. But um, man, I'm excited to get my journey on. I'm going to watch a lot of this dude's videos right here. So wealth and knowledge. <laughs> it's right got you know, but it's guys I, like I tell you him what. That I tell I you what. I, I would if 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 someone is going out and trying to do catering, um, there's two. I have two playlists that I would recommend from my channel. Hold on, I wait for you to write it down. Let's oh, go. Let's go. Repeat four. Uh oh. F A Q. I have a frequently asked questions video. Frequently asked questions playlist. And there's about eight or nine videos of me talking about some of the fre- most frequently asked questions I got. Now, I actually I need to update it because I filmed it like two years ago. Okay. But a lot of the information in that video still holds true. Awesome. The second second group of videos I would recommend you watch is the uh, lessons learned video. And when I've done bigger cooking events and bigger events and things like that, I kind of do a, an information dump to say, this is what I did wrong. This is what I should have done. And it's, I, I, I kind of put, put it out there for myself to look at later. And, you know, I'm going to say in life, but later, mm-hmm. but it's very helpful to other people. And I've had a lot of people say, I want to see more of these videos. And I'm like, well, I can only put out one of these. I messed up videos when I do something and I mess up, <laughs> if, I get it, if I get it right and where the cook goes with no mm-hmm, problems, mm-hmm. I, you know, we all like those cooks with no problems, but I tell you what, you learn way more from a cook where you have a problem True. than you do from a cook where you don't. Yep. Um, and then the last, the last one I would recommend is uh, I did a, a video series and this is again, this is probably 2017. I think the series went up. It was um, behind the scenes of a, of a cook of a catering event and it was a four part series and it was over about three or four days of me cooking. And it was for an event that was 
for like 250, 300 people. And I went down and I showed you everything from me buying the food and prepping the food to getting the food out on the smoker, cooking the food, actually cleaning the smoker and then prepping everything, getting everything put away and then, you know, taking everything out and then actually to the event and then afterward. So I filmed it all and didn't know how I was going to tie it all in together. So when I was done the video, I actually talked about it like, all right, now we're going to rewind three days or four days and I'm going to take you back to the beginning. And, and that was I mean, that was one of the best video series I've done. And it was a lot of work. Mm. It was a lot of work. Like I said, it was a lot of filming. And it was it was over multiple days. Editing. Uh, that, the editing it just comes with it, man. You it does. you get stop stop worrying about the editing. I man. worry about it. I I I, so, I, I so sweat. I sweat when it comes. I've I've been trying to edit this video. I I can edit, but I I just like what. All right. So here's the here's it. the biggest tip. I want you, Greg. Listen to me. Look, yes. look, look at me. Look All at me. Yes. Focus. Look at me. Focus. Look at focus. Let's go. All right. Look at me. Let's go. What I need you to do is film to edit and not edit to edit okay okay so now what i'm saying is if you're taking a clip stop the clip don't let the film just don't let it keep rolling right right all right Mm -hmm. start the clip do what you need to do stop the clip move the camera start the clip do what you need to do stop the clip don't just have an hour long worth of footage that you have to cut up and that that's what makes it difficult. That's yep. what makes it hard. Now, one of the other things too, once you get to the point where you know how you're going to edit it, mm-hmm. you can film for how you're going to edit it. Uh, film smarter, and, and not harder. Exactly. Boom. See, that's exactly. what I do. Is that I, what you do? I'll, I'll film. I've been trying in, to figure out what you're I'll doing. I'll film in little little spurts. Yeah, so I'll do a minute. Yep. Two, yeah. you know, you might get the occasional four from trimming something. So a couple up, minutes, two, three minutes, and then stop it. Then two, boom, minutes, boom, stop boom. It. So I'll yeah. have, you know, mm-hmm. four to eight little, little short videos, mm-hmm. and then you piece them together, and boom. Now I'm, I'm no editing master by far. <laughs> I gotta get my intros down. I gotta, I gotta. I don't even have go. that. I don't have you no do. music you just over made nothing. An intro. No, I made a little thing because I was screwing around because I was waiting. So it was fun. So actually, today, you know, it's so funny, right? You know, when, when you get to filming and then you, you like zoom in, you know, they, 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 you know, it's B-roll. So B-rolls. actually I have plenty of B-roll footage that Man. I've never put out there, never used because when I'm doing a cook, if, if I'm, you know, panning and looking at the, whatever it is I have on the smoker or if it's something on the counter and I'm, I'm like, you know, scrolling down or whatever, I'll do like, I'll do a left, right. I'll do a up, down. I'll do a right to left. I'll do a diagonal cross. All of those different things, and I'll have like four cooks. Sometimes when I'm really able to do filming, mm. I might have four or five just clips of B-roll, and one or two might make it to the video. So I have extra footage, not all the time, but there are some times when I have more time, or really I'm not pressed for time, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm I don't have to hurry up and get this cook done, so I can go ahead and mm. spend an extra because. You know as well as I do, when you film, it makes your take your cook take twice as long. Oh, it's 100% does. 100%. And when I'm cooking to for a catered event mm-hmm. that I'm getting paid for, the last thing I want to do is draw out the cook and make it take that much longer. True that. So that's, you know, sometimes I'd, there's a lot of times, probably 60, 70% of the time, I don't film what I'm cooking. Cut it. Because... I'm trying to hurry up and get it done. I need to cook done. And like right now, it's, it's so daggone hot, man. I don't, 
I'm not trying to be drenched in sweat while I'm cooking and you know, nah, that's not a good Wait, look. You, tell them. It's not a good look. <laughs> Especially good look. on you. When we did the cook a couple of weeks ago, he just looked at me and goes, man, look, I know it's hot out. He goes, I get it. I'm hot, you know, but you look like I had a, a hose duct taped to the back of my head. Yes. Well, here's, here's a tip just, for you, Greg. Here's a tip for you. Get yourself one of those, um, like a dry, like a dry cap. And it'll help keep the sweat from dripping down your face. Like a ball Talk cap. Talk about a game changer. No shit. Because like a, a not like a, a, like a, a like, like, a, like a dry fit or something. Yeah. Okay. But but it's like a like a beanie almost just to you know like the a sock that goes on your head. Sweat and the whole thing is, is the key. You you perspire so much from your head, especially you know being bald, now, right? Now John John had my beef ribs, but he didn't know that I seasoned it a lot with my. Heads. Yeah, you added some some saline to it. He's hey. like, you know, these are the best it was damn so good. beef ribs I've ever had. I'm like, was it all the salty? Probably at least good. a cup of head sweat mixed ah, in that box. See, that's the whole thing. <laughs> and, you know, like, I don't, I don't want that to happen. I love, so there's a I lot still of love you. I want to kiss you bald head happen, every day. So that's why well, apparently I've, I've already had some You've of your body mine, so. Fluid, so I already, I don't even got to kiss you now. Yeah, the, the cap will stop that for real. I'm going to have to invest. I just bought a Thurman pen last night. Oh, welcome. Ooh, I obviously should have bought get? a head cap. What'd too. you get? What'd you get? I bought a blue. I got the uh, the waterproof on the MK4. Okay. I got, I got that. I got a little thermal uh, reader so you can read the Blackstone top and the different uh, things. So it's my birthday next Wednesday. I know you guys will have a cake for me next week. And if it's not ice cream, don't bother. I won't probably eat it. And I'll throw a fit like a little baby. If it's 93 degrees, you ain't getting nothing ice cream over here. It ain't going to last. So I said, honey, <laughs> did you happen to buy me a birthday gift or anything? Did you? She says, no, 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 probably wasn't going to. But uh, she goes, you can buy whatever if you have something of mine. I was like, I already had it queued up. I was like, place order. Okay, all set. <laughs> oh. uh, anywho. What else you got? Before we get yelled at by Ben. I'm, no, look at you Ben's did? giving us the eyeball. He's like, I want to get out of here. He's giving no eyeball. Walking the doors, lock it. How so long fun. do you guys normally talk for? <laughs> we could, we'll, it's live, brother. You know how it is. Okay, yeah, we just roll. It's, it's hard to stay on topic during a live. It really is. Adam the squirrel. <laughs> Shiny objects. But you know what, dude? You've been a great guest, and I know for a fact that we'll be having you back. Oh, for sure. 100%. I do want to get one, one quick thing in. How sure. is the raised bucket garden? Ooh. I know you actually mouth. just did a video last Yesterday. week. Oh, yeah. Monday, Monday. What are you cooking? Monday, what are you, what are you growing in these raised bucket gardens? All right, so we have uh, we have zucchini, we have yellow squash, we have some um, like mini bell peppers, like okay. they're, they're like snack peppers. We have a couple buckets of jalapenos, and I have two buckets of sweet potatoes. And there's one bucket that's empty. And that is for the hydroponics. No. Uh, <laughs> that was just, it was, when, when we kind of put everything in the buckets and spread everything out, we had one left. And then we were supposed to go back to like Lowe's or Home Depot and get something to put in it. And we never did. That's we badass. Did. Yeah, okay. it's a great little well, we, setup on different layers of the, you know, the Lowe's buckets. It's two tiers. That, that's great. That's actually pretty, pretty yeah. cool. And each yeah. one is, it's great setup. I love Let's the Let's bend idea. it over to get the. Yeah. That's exactly it. I'm yeah. fat and I'm, you know. <laughs> Breaking my back in my garden, you that's know. That's it. But, yeah, Dash. but also, we also have, uh, I, I built some boxes, some planter boxes. 
in the front of the house. And if you saw the last video, I actually started in front of the house this time. So we have four planter boxes and they're like two by three. And um, we have some cherry tomatoes in there. I have some, uh, it is pumpkin. There's some uh, rosemary in one and cherry tomatoes are kind of taking over. Sage has taken over one of the boxes. We have some uh, fennel. And then there's something else in there. It's like a maybe like a cilantro. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, mm -hmm. But then we have a couple pots. My wife is planting a couple pots. So there's like some some uh, peppermint, some lemon balm, some sweet mint. Mm. Uh, there's a couple different you know spices. We have a raspberry bush that's like out of control. Nice. Blueberry bushes, and then I have two boxes that are like two by two by 18 inches deep of uh, more sweet potatoes, and that's oh, wow. actually. That was kind of how I got into posting some of the garden videos on YouTube because I, I grew sweet potatoes and I've been growing sweet potatoes for three years now. Wow. And wow. well, actually, sweet potatoes for two. Potato. And I grew red potatoes the first year and the red potatoes didn't work. And someone said, why don't you try sweet potatoes? And I tried the sweet potatoes and I got some. So I was like, OK, well, I was, you know, enthused. So I kept doing it. And it's just gotten more and more it's progressed so nice sweet nice well dash thank you so much brother for no taking worries. some time to join in 100%. we're definitely going to do a part two for this there is so yeah, much no more problem. to talk Greg, about. you have any more catering questions you know that you can think of well i said i added you to uh sent your friend request earlier so just accept that <laughs> yeah, i'm, I already I'm sure you'll be hearing from me that's for sure so dash <laughs> where, where can everybody find you on all the social media platforms all right so uh, on youtube uh, my channel is still drunk smokers barbecue but if you look me up at sds bbq works on instagram it's going to be steel drum smokers i do actually have twitter and snapchat uh, i'm not very active on twitter or snapchat um, I do ha I do have a Facebook page as well. Not active there. I just kind of put those things out there to mm -hmm. have them. But the the best way to get in touch with me is is honestly through Instagram. Got it. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, send me a direct message, and then I'll give you my personal phone number. As Max knows, I'm like, look, just send me a text. But uh, you know, I don't even though like on on there's some of my shirts have my phone number on it right okay no you know because it's i'm a walking billboard as right. big as i am i need to put my <laughs> you know i need to put my stuff on shirt on my shirt so i've had people call me and you can tell i can i can tell you stories about people calling me and texting me and all of that stuff nice. but um i appreciate it man. yeah the, Thank the you. best way to get in touch with me is is instagram and the steel drum smokers awesome and uh you know we can go from there good stuff sweet man. like you said thank you brother appreciate you making thank the time you. man Awesome. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Good stuff. Oh, and go go Eagles. Awesome. Fly Eagles fly, Eagles. right? Fly Eagles fly. <laughs> all right. All right. Hold up, hold, I'm a good hold up sport tight. about it. Don't hang up yet. Just hold up until we do the outro. We'll, we'll be back <laughs> no in a minute. No worries, man. Awesome. No worries. You do the outro this time because I don't want to mess it up again. Fine. Let's go. S sit there and take notes. That's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Pit Life BBQ. Mm, we should sure also uh, New England Pit Masters YouTube channel, Facebook group, Instagram, and my Instagram, the underscore barbecue broker. Check it out. I too love the IG. 
and try to put up as much as I can. That's when I can. it. And I got Johnny HD seventy seven on IG and yep. Johnny Mags BBQ on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, questions or comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, folks, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll love you guys for it. And uh, I'm Until back, Jack. Week. Welcome back. Love to have you back. All right, baby. Ain't the same without you. That's for sure. That's for sure. I love C-Mac, but you my boy. That's right, brother. Till next week, guys. Keep Keep the the smoke smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.